Hi everyone, I'm Ginger Carlson and this is Get Thirsty. I am so delighted to share this idea with you today. And of course, another poem, one that I wrote during a time in my life when I was working easily 12, 13, 14, 15 hour days and needed to come into balance with my soul. And one very early morning, that is often when I write, these early, early mornings when I take long walks and words just kind of coalesce for me. Sometimes I feel like when I walk outdoors, words, thoughts, ideas just get downloaded from the heavens to me and I'm able to create like crazy. Anyway, one very early morning during a time when I was working these crazy long hours doing what I felt at the time was meaningful and impactful work, but I knew I needed something more to really and truly fulfill me. Remember, like we talked about in the last episode, that that is a sign that you're at a crossroads, knowing there is something more on the edge, the precipice. And that is when I wrote this poem. And it goes like this. When living is allowed to become the best friend, it makes for a warm luminosity of the soul. The messages between the fire and the heart get clearer. Nourishment comes from the burned out candle just as much as it does the glowing sun. And the balanced scale finds its center. Be the subject and the verb, all the dualities of aliveness. Be the mirror to brave work, borrow another's eyes, and the things you see might become your teacher, your lover, your blessing. Thank the deep end, way out beyond survival. And that is where this idea of practicing paradox in my life was born. And in case this is a new concept to you, a paradox is defined as a statement or a proposition or a situation that seems to go against common sense, but may still be true. So it seems illogical or absurd or like it contradicts itself, but when you scrutinize it, take apart all the little pieces and examine it a little more, it may actually contain an element of truth. So some examples of a paradox are statements you surely have heard, like you have to spend money to make money, or all I know is that I know nothing, or a favorite of many people's, the first rule of Fight Club is that we don't talk about Fight Club. But of course, to learn about Fight Club, you have to talk about it. And one way we talk about paradoxes is that it is a person or a thing having qualities that seem to be opposites. And we say something or someone is paradoxical. Like they don't make sense because there are some opposite traits there. So paradoxes often express ironies and things that feel like they're not in alignment or they're somehow incongruent with each other. And they attempt to reconcile seemingly opposing ideas. And so sometimes people feel that a paradox is actually a problem to have opposing ideas or things that are in conflict with each other. It's a problem for your business or a problem for your relationships, problem for politics or a problem for your life. When you really think about it, a problem is only a problem if it's open to a solution. That's what makes it a problem. But a paradox 
is defined by the various boundaries in it. It just is what it is. Even if the two opposing ideas seem in conflict with each other, and that makes solving it impossible. So if you've been working on a situation or a way of being or an idea or a challenge, mulling it around, doing everything you can to solve it, but there isn't a way to solve it, might actually not be a problem at all. Perhaps you have a paradox on your hands. And once you recognize that, you might just feel the hard or sticky points just lift. And you can make a decision. Take a next step. Begin to feel the paradox in your life be clearer as a paradox. Two opposing ideas living together at the same time. Existing, being, and making you a deeper, multidimensional human. You get to choose which way to go, which what to do, which where to follow. And your steps, when you realize the paradox that lives in you, can be just a little lighter. Your forward motion, then a little easier. Whew, what potential lives in that? In the last episode, we talked about how to identify yourself at a crossroad. We are multidimensional humans, and that means that sometimes parts of ourselves feel or appear to be in conflict with each other. So let's go back to that poem. When living is allowed to become the best friend, and further on it read, the balance scale finds its center, be the subject and the verb, all the dualities of aliveness. And that means you get to be all the pieces of you. Getting in touch with those pieces so that you can plan for, act on, become, celebrate that beautiful multidimensionality that we all are. So there are actually a few activities living in here. And if you go to the show notes here, you'll find a downloadable play sheet to guide you through them. The first is being aware and understanding those dualities that live within you. And once you understand and are aware of the different dualities that live in you, the second is releasing any judgment you have about those dualities. And the third is being, as the poem says, being the mirror to brave work. And this is a guided process for stepping outside of yourself. It's perspective taking on your own reflection. And if you are open, honest, and trusting of yourself, it's a really fun and enlightening process that will have you embracing what really makes you unique, even some of the harder, more shadowy elements, which then gets you more and more ready to step into the light, your radiance. So you can look yourself in the mirror and say, I am proud of all the parts of me and be more and more ready to take on some new next steps. So before we go today, I just want to take a moment about and talk about that last line of the poem. And that is think the deep end way out beyond survival. Thank the deep end. Living means taking risks with your life. We all know the saying about stepping outside of your comfort zone that is basically 
Growth comes from getting comfortable in your discomfort if you want to grow. And that when we stay comfortable, we are not pushed from an internal place to be better, to use parts of our hearts and brains that have been allowed to atrophy a little bit, to learn to be comfortable with being curious and that, and admitting that we don't know what the bleep we have been talking about. And this is another paradox in our lives, a balance between the staying in the shallow in order to achieve depth, which is developing habits and developing them so well that what used to be hard is now easy and habitual. And then when you practice them every day, you touch the deep end, the depth of your soul more and more. So then thank the deep end. Give gratitude. Appreciate how that deep end is your friend, your partner, your teacher, your lover, your soul. Oh my, what fill in the blank you, we get to have when we do that. What gratitude we get to have. What depth we get to have. What learning, what growth, what loving, what jolt of sensation, what living. And here's the deal. When we practice paradox and we practice and we practice and practice and practice, it starts to look less like practice and even more like partnering. So here it is one more time. When living is allowed to become the best friend, it makes for a warm luminosity of the soul. The messages between the fire and the heart get clearer. Nourishment comes from the burned out candle just as much as it does the glowing sun. And the balanced scale finds its center. Be the subject and the verb, all the dualities of aliveness. Be the mirror to brave work. Borrow another's eyes and the things you see might become your teacher, your lover, your blessing. Think the deep end. Way out beyond survival. Don't forget to grab that play sheet. Go partner with Paradox. It is an honor to sit, walk, run, be with you here. Thank you. Get thirsty, friends. I'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.